Hey, party people. Welcome to the Party PhD podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Hubbard. We are still in our community engagement series where we talk about all things community-engaged practices, research, and educational psychology. This week's episode is a reflection of the creative process surrounding a project highlighting untranslated stories. I'll be honest, it took me a little while to think through a story that is untranslated within the communities I'm a part of, and then even further, what could I do to tap into those stories? After circling around science teachers, students, scientists, and then back again, I thought more deeply about the relationship between science teachers and the mentor scientists for summer research experiences. In my own experience, beginning teachers are around the same age as the graduate students working in these labs, but in other cases, teachers are the same age or even older than the PI of the lab. In the last two years, I've noticed the relationship between these two professionals is complex. Teachers are used to being the PI, so to speak, in their own worlds and classrooms, but they're not on their home turf anymore. Researchers are used to folks in their labs working mostly independently to accomplish the common research goals. But when these two worlds collide for a summer of teachers being immersed into full toxicology research labs, neither are quite sure how to navigate. In general, by the end of the eight-week journey, teacher participants and scientists have developed some level of friendship and teachers feel like they've contributed to real research. So I guess in this case, the untranslated story is the development of friendship between these two professionals. The big picture here is that this relationship is a two-way street. Both groups have something to learn from one another. First, teachers are learning the science behind the concepts they teach. And second, researchers are learning from the best communicators about how to actually talk about science in a way that the general public can understand. We know that teachers struggle with creating inquiry-based instruction in their classrooms. We also know that scientists struggle to break down scientific concepts to more consumable bites. Now, I promise this is a related side story, but bear with me. For about eight years in my life before grad school, I was leading group development through outdoor and environmental education. Typically, the biggest goal for these groups was to get to know each other through meaningful experiences. This was usually accomplished through working through some posed or even real life problem. The beginning steps of this generally involved getting past the initial awkwardness of meeting a new person, quickly finding common ground, developing rapport with one another, and finally reflecting or debriefing on the experience. So after realizing that there's a story here and that it's an untranslated story, I started thinking about what product or information I can provide for these two groups of individuals, and team building was a natural first step. Through a natural progression of team building exercises ranging from icebreakers to more developed problem-solving activities, I believe that teachers and scientists could start their relationship on more neutral ground And this experience could further expedite the friendship that they develop and ultimately maximize the greater good for both teachers and scientists. Now, all of this is not just so that teachers and scientists can become better friends. Sure, that's great, and there are a lot of benefits from this type of networking, but overall, it's so that students can reap the benefits both of their teachers being better prepared and more confident to teach tough scientific concepts and that scientists will be better at communicating the science that is impacting the communities and neighborhoods that these students are coming from and going home to each day. Claiming that students will benefit from a relationship outside of themselves is a bold claim. I recognize that. 
But I can't help but think that if teachers and scientists are spending less time navigating the beginning stages of their relationship, they can spend more time creating ways and removing barriers that connect students to science. Well, folks, that concludes this episode of Party PhD Podcast. I hope to see you here again next week. Have a good one.